What is up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Raptors Community Podcast. Today, we're going to start off by congratulating the Los Angeles Lakers on winning the NBA Finals. They beat the Miami Heat in Game 6 in what was a complete blowout, despite what the final score says. Um, I want to congratulate them because this is not an asterisk season. That's something that a lot of people have been talking about with the bubble, stuff like that, saying this would be a season with one of the biggest asterisks on it. Um, I think it's actually the opposite. I think this is a very legit, valid season. The best team won the championship. Each team, the Miami Heat and Lakers respectively, had to be in the bubble for four months away from their extended family. The top seeds, including the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Raptors, had no home court advantage. So that leveled the playing fields for the lower seeds. The Lakers would have home court advantage all the way until the NBA Finals, most likely. Depending on who they played in the Finals as well. So them not having home court advantage and still winning the title handily proves that they're the best team. I think that goes without saying. Most of the teams were completely healthy, with the exception of Dragic and Bam in that final series against the Miami Heat, of course. But I think, as I said, the best team won the title. I don't think there's an asterisk here. LeBron, congratulations. Uh, and a huge props to the NBA for putting together this bubble. There's no COVID cases over the entire entirety of what they did. And just such a huge success for them and the NHL on their ability to create a bubble, um, to actually play sports in, and give us some joy during these tough times with COVID. LeBron, four times final MVP on three different teams. He's continuing to cement his case as one of the greatest players of all time. Don't know where he sits. It's hard for me to say. I didn't watch Jordan live. I didn't watch Magic Johnson live. I didn't watch Kareem live. I obviously didn't watch Bill Russell live. So it's hard to aggregate all these guys together and rank them. For me, though, all I know is LeBron is the best player of this generation, and that's all that I'm going to say. AD and LeBron are still the team to beat coming into 2021. They have such a great level of role players, such great talent. There are so many different guys underrated their squad in terms of their bench players. We saw in these last few series, KCP was going off. Dwight Howard had a game or two. Alice Caruso played well. Danny Green, despite all the things people were saying, he shot well once in a while here and there. Kuzma played well, and Morris had a few games where he was in double digits and points. And then Rondo had that huge last game and was a great facilitator over the playoffs. This squad, if they keep everyone together, which I expect that they will, is still the favorite going into 2021. They're an amazing team. They've got such a great cast of players. Depending on what happens with fans and everything, that'll sort of um, change the opinion and the complex of it, depending on where they land in the seating. But I think right now, the early title betting odds, the Lakers are plus 400. And I agree with that. They're definitely the best team to beat. And I'm going to read you the rest of the odds all the way up to, I think, about 10 or 12 teams. So Lakers, plus 400. Clippers, plus 450. And for those who don't know, plus 100 means if you bet 100 bucks, you'll make 100 bucks. So if you bet 100 bucks on the Lakers, you'd make 400 bucks on top of the 100 you bet. Since the Lakers are plus 400. Bucks, plus 800. Warriors, plus 900. Celtics, plus 1200. Nets, plus 1200. Heat plus fourteen hundred. They just made the finals and they have lower odds than the Bucks and Celtics and Nets in the East. Okay, 
Raptors plus 1,600, fair enough. I think there's a lot of things with the Raptors here. Do they make some trades? Does Ibaka come back? Does Van Vliet come back? Their odds are going to differentiate depending on what happens there. And they're kind of a tricky team to determine, you know, who do they have, who will be back next season. So I kind of understand that. Nuggets plus 2,000. Rockets plus 2,200. 76ers plus 2,500. Mavs plus 2,500. And I'm going to tell you guys who I'm going to bet on. And I already did. I put some money down on the Warriors. Plus 900 is a great early bet. If I bet 100 bucks on that, I'd win a grand if they won the title. And here's my reason. And it's pretty simple. They have a superstar in Steph Curry. They have two all-stars on top of that in Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. They've got the 2020 second-round pick and a young asset in Andrew Wiggins, which to me smells like it's going to be a trade. They've got the room to make a trade. Andrew Wiggins has a big salary, 2020 second-round pick. There's no reason they can't package those guys together, those two pieces together, and get another star with these guys. And if they do that then by all means, they are the favorite. And this team has continuity. That's the most important thing. A lot of teams in the NBA don't have continuity. They're bringing back all the same guys every year. Those That cast of characters I just mentioned, as well as Steve Kerr and a front office that has continuity, that has this... They've just developed so much consistency, such a solid foundation that I love these 9-to-1 odds for them. And just some quick notes on some teams. Nets... At plus 1,200. That seems like a good bet, but they don't have any continuity and they have a lot of injury concerns. And we saw what happened with the LA Clippers. When they put all those guys together, they just weren't able to really put it together. And unfortunately, at the end of the day, that for me is enough to say, stay away from the Nets this season. And the Clippers are a clear ideal for that. And I'm still worried about the Clippers as being dysfunctional. They Obviously fired their head coach, and now they're looking to Ty Lue to come in. Um, and I thought Doc did a good job. I thought Doc Rivers did a great job. Um, obviously, blowing another 3-1 lead is an indication that they need change. But I'm not sure if this team... I know Kawhi and Paul George, they've got two great players. I don't trust Paul George in the playoffs after what we saw. I don't trust this team winning the title they weren't even able to get past the Nuggets in the second round, who the Lakers beat in five. You're telling me they're on the same level? Four, four to one odds to four and a half one odds? No, that's just not true. That's bad odds. I just don't trust this Clippers team yet. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe they'll make a trade. Maybe they'll lose Montrez. They could be worse next year. I just don't trust trust them. The Lakers are a good bet. Four to one. You bet 100, you'll win 500 bucks. Um, including the 100 you bet, obviously. Uh, and they're, they're a solid team to repeat. But I think LeBron is going to be 36. Uh, can he keep going at this rate? Uh, there's like a 50% chance he will be the exact same player next year. You know what? I'm going to say a 90% chance. But there's that 10% risk factor where you could see LeBron tailing off a little bit and not being as good as he's been the last few years. And that would be a concern. Final section here. Someone asked me, what are three tips to making a successful social media page? Uh, I don't know if there's three specific tips. I kind of put together three buckets here. Um, it takes more than this. It takes effort. It takes consistency. It takes passion and heart. You got to love it too. Number one, good quality and unique content. Make your own content. Don't copy other people's stuff. Make your own content. Make stuff that people are going to drive to your page you want the people 
people's attention. That's what you want. That's what you're competing for against these other pages. If you can get people's attention, you can get people talking, then you're doing something right. And that takes high quality posts, right? High pixels. You want those posts to look good and to to look to just look great as good as you can and you want them to be unique you want people to be going to your page for stuff that other pages can't provide number two and this is something i pride myself in is being engaged with your following i answer all my dms i try and answer as many comments as i can um that's what it takes to be engaged with your followers and to have success if your followers can have a personal connection to you then then that's great. Then you're just getting more people, more activity, more engagement, and they feel closer to you. They'll trust you when you do a giveaway that you'll actually give them what they're what they're asking for, and you'll trust and they'll trust your page. They'll trust your content. Um, and building trust is important when you're creating a social media page, depending on what you decide to do. But with Raptors Community, I'm a news page. I'm a Raptors page, a fan page. So the news aspect there, I've got to give you guys the right information and building trust by being engaged with you guys and telling you how I feel about things uh, just being real with you guys is an important part so number two be engaged with your followers number three know your demographic who are you trying to attract and how can you attract them who do you want to attract you want to attract Raptors fans I don't care how old you are I don't care how young you are if you're a Raptors fan if you're an NBA fan I want you on my page I want you engaged I want you talking with us i want activity so how do i get you guys to my page i gotta attract you with general nba content on top of doing raptors content and coupling those two things together will get all sorts of diehard fans on the page at the end of the day once you get all that stuff together you can build a successful social media with those three tips alone okay just just have a plan and try and execute it say hey i want 100 followers by the end of the month and just go out create posts create stories, create reels, post them, engage with people, ask for comments, answer your DMs, and you'll grow. It'll take time and it's slower early, but you'll see growth. It takes time to an exponential curve of sorts. Once you get up there, then you start really growing. Once you start getting some activity, momentum starts building. Then before you know it, you'll be at 10,000 followers and you'll be like, whoa, how did I get here? That's what happened with me. I was at 100 followers a couple of years ago. I had nothing. And then suddenly, you know, I just started picking it up. I started putting out better quality posts. And my posts a year ago, I look back, I'm like, those looked like shit. <laughs> That's the truth. And now they just look so much better. It just takes time. It takes progression to get to where you need to be. And I know that a year from now, my posts are going to be even better than they looked right now. That's just what happens when you learn and become better. So just strive for greatness. Try as hard as you can. And once again, good quality content engage with your followers and know your demographic and create posts to try and attract them that's all that's all it takes once you can put all those things together you're going to have a successful social media page thanks a lot for listening guys i really appreciate you joining me again for another episode of the pod i'll come to you with my next pod i'm gonna give you guys a quick peek of what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a few trades that the raptors could try and do this season they're gonna be crazy okay they're gonna be wild why not just get crazy <laughs> and then maybe i'll do a mailbag episode two where you guys can ask me some questions and then i can answer them on the pod thanks again for listening make sure to follow raptors community on instagram on youtube on tiktok i'm everywhere all right appreciate it